As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. everybody, welcome back to the movie Trivia Schmodown. I'm Christian Harloff, joined as always by Mark Ellis. Mark, we have the final, excuse me, the semifinals that are beginning now. The semifinals, it is two sides of the bracket with two different generations of Schmodown players. You have Liz Shannon Miller versus Adam Collins on one side, a bracket not a lot of people saw. And then on this side... You have someone that a lot of people saw getting to this point, and that is big-time Ethan Irwin. However, people didn't know if his opponent today, Jeff Snyder, would make it because they wanted to know, well, what Jeff Snyder are we going to see? Are we going to see the Jeff Snyder that is going to be, you know, kind of lackadaisical, or are we going to see the locked-in former team's champion defending six times, winning it again? That Jeff Snyder, and that is the Jeff Snyder that we have seen in this tournament. Final, final four. That's where we are here, Christian. And none of these competitors need to buy any insurance. And whether you like hotshot newcomers or you like old veterans, this is the Schmodown setting for you. And as Christian echoed in today's match, what we have here are two of the brightest stars that have ever hit the Schmodown galaxy. But one of those stars is going to continue to shine light at least until the finals because christian this may go sudden death this may go 20 questions into sudden death because both these competitors seem to be reaching their respective apexes and they could not have picked a better time it's true and it also it's 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 fitting that we are here now for the semifinals because the beginning of the season saw Ethan Irwin versus Jeff Snyder in that path to see who would go on to take on John Roca in that number one contender match. Um, Ethan won that match, but barely. Jeff Snyder was winning that match the entire match. He looked like he had the best of Ethan for the entire match, and he hit a question of Mel Brooks for that five-pointer that he didn't know was very vocal about how he doesn't watch Mel Brooks movies, and he was angry about it. 
He was angry about the Paul Oyama loss. He avenged that. Can he avenge that loss to Ethan today? You know, Christian, when you look at the history of Jeff Snyder, you see somebody who has prepared for the schmodown, maybe almost incognito. It's not really his style to act like he's training for anything. And we've seen instances in the past where maybe we thought Jeff Snyder was done, but he is roared back in this tournament. And Ethan Irwin, just a rock steady presence ever since he debuted years ago. You just know what you're getting from the guy every time. May not necessarily be a win, but you can bet it's going to go down to the wire. So, with these two gentlemen matched up, I don't know that the fans out there watching right now could have asked for anything more from either side of the bracket, but this is the match for calling today, so this is the match we're focusing on. If I'm Adam Collins or I'm Lightning Liz Shannon Miller, I'm looking at this saying, I don't want to go into the ring with either one of these guys. Well, we're going to find out exactly how this story between Big Time and the Insnider all went down from the beginning of the year until right now. Here we go. Categories the 1980s. The 1980s. And your question. You're not gonna get this. You are gonna get it too. You got it. I'm eager to see how Jeff melts down in this one, uh, because that that really does seem to be his calling card. And I'd like to see what happens when the meltdown meets the freight train. Oh, ho, ho. it's gonna be a good one. Look, I have a uh, little bit of history with Jeff Snyder. Ethan Big Well, 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 if it isn't Ethan Irwin, you think you're a big shot kid? I had to play Paulo Yama, legend of the game Mark Riley. Who did you have to play? You had a bunch of unknowns, basically. I want Ethan Irwin to win, to show everyone in this league that I'm better than Ethan Irwin. I outplayed him the last game. He had a one point steal from me, and then you know, I still came back over the top and beat him, so. You already bested us once this year, and it's not gonna happen again. You know, scraped by with the win, felt good about it. But look, I feel like he's out for blood. It, it looked like the same Jeff Snyder I used to see when he used to play in the Patriots games. His eyes seem to be on the prize right now. It's not that I think Ethan has to get lucky to beat Jeff. I think Ethan would have to get unlucky to lose, if you know what I mean. This is not the last we're going to see him. Next time, we're going to kick the crap out of whoever comes in our path. I've been studying the books. I've been hitting the books. The Book of Eli. I've been playing mock games like the Game of Shadows. And it's not going to be any more Mr. Nice Guy for me. It's like that Denzel Washington movie. Not remember the titles. I never will. Unstoppable. The man is unstoppable. Jeff Snyder is the most dialed in I have ever seen him. Not only is he going to win today, but he is going to win the entire tournament. And Ethan, you're just another person in his way. So you did it once this year, and trust me, honey, you're not gonna do it again. Talk to you soon. See you even sooner. Another amazing one there by Nerd Chronic, because as we've said many times over, when there is something there, when the story is there, he makes magic out of it. Well, he did it again because of the story 
here. You have a former teams, two-time teams champion who is looking to get to that singles championship he's never had yet. He's getting close to it, and he wants it. And now you have Irwin, who's been there before, almost did it again against Merle, and he wants to get back there. And in order to do that, they both would win points for their factions, which desperately need it right now. The rock stars are in much better shape over the wins for the Andrego and Snyder, and the suspects have crawled out of last place because of Ethan Irwin carrying them right now and Janine the Machine with her victory over the Warfather. But let's talk to both managers here from the usual suspects. Thank you for doing that finally. Lou Brown is here and mm. Roxy Stryer from the Rockstar. Rox, let's start with you. This is a, um, and Draco didn't make it through, but he played good in that first round. Snyder has won. Uh, both of his matches, and now here he is against uh, Ethan, or excuse me, three of three of his matches, and now here he is against Ethan Irwin. How do you go in preparing for Ethan Irwin, knowing that you faced him before? Yeah, I, I think that you do exactly what Jeff Snyder does, which is know that Ethan Irwin's an amazing player, um, but he already beat us once this year, and it's not going to happen again. Jeff is one of the greatest to ever play this game, and he has been studying despite him claiming he never does. I'm telling you, his head is locked into this, and I've said it from day one. This is his tournament. The entire tournament is his. I said it from the very first game, and I'm saying it today. Ethan is a very worthy opponent, but he's just another piece in in our way, and we've got to move him. Yeah, Sam, you're not going to hear a lot of shade thrown Ethan's way. He's proven himself, as have you in your Schmodown careers, to be worthy champions. But Roxy recently appeared last month on a podcast called Rotten Tomatoes is Wrong, but now I need you to tell me why she's wrong about thinking Jeff Snyder is going to advance to the finals. Um, well, I mean, it's it's easy to just say, well, he beat him once and he won't do that again. No, he, he probably will. Um you know, history is a great idea of what's going to happen in the future. And looking at the history, uh, Ethan has beaten Jeff. I have beaten Jeff. So in terms of two uh, strategists discussing how to beat this guy, it was really more of an echo chamber than anything else. Um, we know exactly how to beat Jeff Snyder. He's a very beatable player. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm just stating a fact. We've both beaten him. So I see no reason why today would be any different than the past. Sam, if history is a great indicator of what's going to happen in the future, then both you and I are in big trouble, my dude. So uh, let's hope that's not true. Let's hope that history is not doomed to repeat itself, especially here today. I mean, I meant in the showdown, but sure, Roxy. (laughs) All right. Thank you, guys. Uh, Let us move on over now as we remove Sam, remove Roxy. And we now begin the match. Mark, are you ready? Yeah, would you describe me as very beatable in any sense of the word, Christian? Yeah. I know you are. All right, let's get to it. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia schmodown. Introducing first, representing the rock stars with a record of 12 wins, seven defeats, and three knockouts. He is the former two-time movie trivia schmodown team champion of the world, Dean Snyder, Jeff! 
Jeff Snyder in the house. Now, Jeff, you know, I set it up top here. People were wondering what which version of singles player you they would see. And you've been locked in beating Robert Montano, beating Paul Oyama, TKOing, former champion, two-time champion, Mark Riley. You've been on podcasts before saying that you had Ethan beat, that you know you're a better player, that you want to play Dan Merle. What's the motivation going into this match to face Ethan Irwin? It's definitely to get some revenge, okay? Because I got my revenge on Oyama. Irwin, I, I really believe that I outplayed him in the last game and just got screwed on a tough five-pointer. So today is about revenge. It's about redemption for me. And it's going to be a glorious day for the rock stars. Yeah, uh, Jeff, uh, conventionally, uh, jackets are worn with the dress shirt under them, but you've never been someone who adheres to conventions. You have a very unique approach to the movie Trivia Schmodown. Without getting into details that would give away your strategy, has that approach changed at all in the days leading up to the fact that you're competing against Ethan Irwin and you do have revenge on your mind? Listen, strategy, it's for the week, okay? Everything I need to know is up here. I just watch movies. While everybody's studying movie facts, I just watch the movies. That's all you got to do. Fair enough. All right. Well, Jeff Snyder in the semifinals of the tournament, I believe this is the farthest Jeff Snyder has gotten in the singles tournament. And here he is in the semifinals. So, Jeff, I'm going to put you in the uh, waiting room at the moment. Jeff's playing lights out right now. And it's underrated how he is. People forget it is not easy to get 12 victories in the singles division. He has done that. And now he awaits his opponent. And his opponent representing the usual suspects with a record of 13 wins, five defeats, and five knockouts. He is the former movie trivia showdown. Champion of the world, Ethan, big time, Irwin. Ethan, big time, Irwin. Have you named the action figure yet? Um, this Hi. is uh, this is Dennis Caleb McCoy. Dennis, let's, go, let's go with that one. There you are, Dennis. Dennis and Ethan are here. All right, so listen. You are in this match here with Jeff Snyder. This, I would say, and I don't know if you'd feel the same. After the way that you've been playing this season, if I just to analyze all of your matches this season, I would say that that was the one that you were in the most trouble. Would you agree with that? I mean, you know, I think it's overplayed a little bit. The amount that that he like had on me, he got. We both had perfect first rounds. Uh, admittedly, second round he got a one point steal off of me, and he got Spinner's Choice, uh, and I still ended up winning. So, yeah, it was tough, but, you know, I still managed to, you know, come back over the top. And look, do I also wish that I could have just beaten Merle in sudden death and not have to have gone through this? Might have been nice, but I tell you what, it's nice to get the points, and sometimes you just got to take the long way around. Yeah, Ethan, uh, Halloween is rapidly approaching, and as much as I'd like to ask you what the status of me borrowing Robert Downey Jr.'s Sherlock Holmes costume is... It's a match today, and it's a big one. It's a Final Four match in a tournament, and so my question is simple. Do you feel more nerves today than you did in the earlier rounds of the tournament? You had some stiff competition, but now it's the Final Four, and the lights are even brighter, or are they? I tell you what, the the, the one that scared me the most was Tom, because I feel that guy is, is, as you guys say, he was a total enigma. I don't know. he, He just seems to know things 
that I inex that were inexplicable to me. So that one I was I, I didn't know. But Jeff, I feel like he and I have the same knowledge base. I feel it is just you know it's going to be a slugfest. Well, there you go, Ethan Irwin, who also remember won the tournament back in 2018. That was uh, a three round event, as where this is five. All right, Ethan, going to just move your second, bring back Jeff, and there is Ethan. All right, our competitors have hit the virtual battlefield here, Mark. How does round number one go? Securing so my Halloween costume is indeed a game of shadows, but the rules are not. They're clear for everyone, and here they are. Round number one, the field of competition is going to have eight questions asked in this first kickoff round. Each question is worth one point. No penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing, at least not in round number one. As soon as we ask the question, you got 15 seconds to come up with the answer. And then you got to write it down within that 15-second window, too. Once we ask you by name, please show us what you wrote. Same time you verbalize your answer into the microphone. I'll remind each competitor of your three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the match, named for the famous fullback for the Patriots, JTE. That's the middle school team Patriots in someplace in Ecuador. You also each have one challenge to be used at any point throughout the three-round match. If you want to use a challenge, you may initiate it. We'll bring your manager in. They'll confirm and ratify that said challenge is taking place. Christian, the competitor have smoked their last pack and they're ready to get going here in this epic movie trivia schmodown final four matchup. All right, we start with Ethan. Are you ready? Always be closing. Jeff Snyder. Yeah, let's do it. Then let's get ready to schmodown. All right, round number one, question number one. Here we go. In the realm of action adventure, who plays Frank Horrigan? a Secret Service agent who was taunted by calls from a would-be killer in 1993's In the Line of Fire. I know, Christian, it's been a long tournament, but uh, you're getting a little squirrely with that button pushing. You doing okay? Why, do you don't like him? Look, he's a, he's a great dude. <laughs> Man, I, don't like I, I like to see him. Me too. Five. He's done great work on his body. The best. Three, two, one. Pens down, please. And Ethan. Clint Eastwood. Yes, Jeff. Clint Eastwood. All right. 1-1. One, one. And now our next question. It is. He actually has a ravine named after him. Your question is in the world of crime movies. And for a point, here's the query. Who plays Detective Benoit Blanc in the 2019 whodunit Knives Out? Uh, Christian, two questions. Did you do a top 10 of the year last year? And if so, was this movie on it? Um, I did kind of and it was not five four three two one pens down and jeff daniel craig not a good movie and ethan disagree daniel craig all right so next question here it is two two as we get to question three in the world of dramas who received a best actor nomination for his role as chauffeur poke Colbum uh, in 1989's Driving Miss Daisy. Yeah. Um, Excuse me. The name is Hoke Colburn. Hoke Colburn. How do you like to be born with that? Yeah. And <laughs> anybody with that name. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Ethan. Morgan Freeman. Yes. And Jeff. Morgan Freeman. We find ourselves at a 3-3 tie. I mean, who's looking to score first blood as we get to 
Category four, Mark. And that, Christian, is the category of family films. Aw. Here's the question. What 2011 family film was directed by Martin Scorsese? Now that I think about it, I kind of like the name Hoke. Uh, kind of like Hokey, like the Virginia Tech mascot. I can get... I, I would call him Hokey. Four, three, two, one. Sam Levine's an idiot. And we now start with Jeff Snyder. Hugo. Yes. And Ethan Irwin. Wait, hold on. Hugo. Here it is. All right. Next question. Fantasy sci-fi. Who directed the 2006 film Children of Men? Yeah, I think maybe I can just announce the uh, the, the, the last two matches solo if you want. <laughs> <laughs> it's better for everybody. Not wrong. Five, four, three, two, one. Pants down, please. And we start with Ethan. Alfonso Cuaron. Yes. And Jeff. Alfonso Cuaron. Five, five, as we get to question number six. That's right, and that's in the category of what, Christian? I'll tell you in a moment, Mark, because I believe it's comedies. Hey, hey. Oh, whoa. Okay. Snyder. Mean mugging in the front row there. And your question for a point. Dan Aykroyd and John Candy star in what 1988 comedy about two families on vacation at a lake resort in Wisconsin? Man, you talk about in their prime. Two of the great comedic Goliaths of all time. Three, two, one. Jeff Snyder? The Great Outdoors. Yes, Ethan. The Great Outdoors. Okay, here we go. Uh, this is now 6-6 six, six as we get to our next question. Next question. Horror slash thriller. Who directed the horror film The Lords of Salem? I was born in uh, Winston-Salem, home of Krispy Kreme Donuts. Congratulations. You're welcome. Five, four, three, two, one, and Ethan Irwin. Rob Zombie. Yes, Jeff Snyder. Rob Zombie. Okay, so seven, seven, as we get to the potential... Maybe it's not the last question here, Mark. It is the eighth question. They both have 7-7. Seven, seven. If they both hit it, they get a bonus. We'll see what happens. All right. Let's demon speed our way into the final question in the world of animation. Movies drawn by hand on a computer, claymation, stop motion, what have you. Here we go. Seth Rogen voices Frank, a sausage who sets out to discover and expose the truth of his and his fellow groceries' existence in what? 2016 film. So they're both looking to get to that bonus question. I was on a treadmill next to Rob Zombie at 24-Hour Fitness one time. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please. And we start with Jeff. Sausage Party. Yes, Ethan. Oh, you know, I said Sausage Fest. Oh, so Jeff Snyder gets the perfect round there. Big advantage as he hits an Ethan just missing by that one one letter, excuse me, one word. And here we go with the bonus question. Jeff, it's going to be for you and only you. Uh, are you ready, my friend? Yes. Here it is. Which actor has played the real-life individuals, Dickie Eklund, 
Michael Burry, and Dick Cheney. Christian Bale. For one more point, Jeff Snyder now gets himself a bonus as we find ourselves here 9-7 going into round number two. Mark, the managers have entered what what are the rules for round number two? And it's no longer a sausage fest. Thanks for being here, Roxy Stryer. In round number two, it's known as the wheel round, the wheel of fate, doom, and ultimately justice. Each competitor gets a virtual spin at the electronic wheel. Once you settle on a category, you're going to hear four questions. These questions are asked just to you initially. You get it right, you get two points. If you need some help, ask us multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which is the correct answer, we're pretty sure. At that point, the value of the question goes down to one. You miss it on either the two or the one point version, your opponent may steal. So be wary. Remember your JTE rules and your challenge. Christian, it looks like we were going to be tied going into round number two, but now Jeff Snyder has surged to a two point lead. So he will get to consult with his manager of the Rockstars for 60 seconds to decide if he wants to spin first or defer to his opponent. All right, we're going to remove Ethan and Sam. you got 60 seconds starting now. So proud of you. Apparently being nervous looks really good on you, Jeff. Uh, awesome job staying in it. Not not ever at any point letting those nerves overcome. Perfect round. How are you feeling? What do you want to do? Spin first here? I'm feeling good. I think we should punt and let Ethan go. And okay. just uh, make small talk for the next 10 seconds so I can look at you just a little bit longer. I'm loving the chest hair. Oh, You're looking amazing, crushing it. You know the game. manager in the league. Oh, Jeff, you kill me. All right, let's do it. We'll let him spin first then. All right, he's going to spin first. Thank you. Going to remove you. Going to bring in. All right, Sam, you got 60 seconds starting now. God, are you as uncomfortable as I am having just watched that? Oh, I tuned it out completely. Yeah. Oh, Um, man, lucky you. That was like looking at it like a a solar eclipse, and I looked directly (laughs) at it. I don't know. Uh, anyway, I'm thrilled that they fell right into our trap and are letting you go first. Yes, yes, it um, worked out perfectly. Yeah, and uh, dude, sausage fest, sausage party. It's, yeah, yeah, shake that off. No sweat. That's two points. That is nothing uh, in this game. So uh, you got this. I know we have talked about this. So uh, you ready to do it? Let's do it. Let's go. All right. So Ethan Irwin is spinning first, and here is the wheel. Goes. Nora Ephron on the wheel has been a factor. And you never know, though, with Ethan, because he's just been so dominant in round number two. There isn't a lot that he doesn't know. So that's probably why they wanted to spin first. And fantasy oh. sci-fi seems to be it. Here is the 60 seconds to decide. Hmm. Now, we discussed this before. We did. This is, this is as I said, you know, one of my kind of 50-50 rounds, I feel. Mm-hmm. So I'm tempted to spin again because there's nothing that really scares me on here and there's some I feel I could probably do better in. So I think, even though I've had some success in this, I think I'm going to spin again. I support this decision, friend. The odds are in our favor. Let's All right. Well, here's the second spin. It is in. You know, Christian, haven't heard from that disaster films slice in a minute. No, no. Perhaps we will now. It's, it's always funny how those work out from the, the, the ones you know in the beginning and as they use get more and more. Oh, looks like oh. that. All right, let's do it. What I have it? good news. The universe has decided for us. Terrific. All right, Ethan, in the category of fantasy sci-fi, in Click, the Newman family dogs always seem to have an obsession with what type of stuffed animal? I'm going to go with multiple choice on this. Is it A, pig, B, Duck, C, Teddy Bear, D, 
frog. I'm going to go with duck. It's correct for one point. Ethan Irwin picking up a point there. Wow. Next question. Years after a plague kills most of humanity and transforms the rest into monsters, the sole survivor in New York struggles valiantly to find a cure in what 2000s film? I Am Legend. That is correct for two points. All right. Question number three. Here it is. What 80s family fantasy film features the songs Underground and Magic Dance? Labyrinth. For two points. All right. That is question number three. Here is your final question, Ethan. All right. Who directed the 2009 family fantasy film Shorts? Robert Rodriguez. For two more points, Ethan Irwin. So Ethan finds himself with seven points there, and it is now 14-9 as we get to our other competitor here, Jeff Snyder. All right, Ethan, going to remove you. Going to bring back Roxy. And we got 60 seconds starting now. It was a really good round for him. Good job. Uh, but doesn't matter because you're still going to be better here. Um, that duck steal. I'm surprised he got that. Yeah, uh, Duck Duck Irwin. Um, you know, it's totally well, fine, though. Let's spin. What? Uh, what? I, what are you I, knowing me for? I'm Let's see how it goes. I'm counting down the, as if he answered a question. You have, you have 40 seconds left. Five, four, two. They're, they're always out to get us. Remember, we are always going to be the underdogs, and they're always going to be out to get us, Jeff. So let's right. show them who's boss right about now. Uh, spin it up. Wow, spin the wheel. All Remember right. all your rules. You've got this. And here is the wheel. So lame, Christian. So lame. All right. Reminder, the wheel has 15 seconds to make a selection. You guys were scared I was going to start flirting with Jeff again, so you cut me off. Bye. Sorry about that, Marks. And it's biopic. 60 seconds for biopic. How are you feeling, Jeff? I feel okay, but I also feel like we could do better. Okay. I think it is tough, but I kind of feel like uh, with the round that he just had, maybe we spin again because go yeah. big or go home. Spin again. Let's spin yep. again. All right. So here is the spin. Put good energy out there no right whammy, now. No whammy, no whammy, no whammy. No matter what you get, it's going to be okay, Jeff. This wheel is pretty good for you, too. Wheel. Okay, so we'll spin again. Fantasy cycle. Yep. Nice if the real like the other half. And it is 80s movies. 80s movies. Jeff, keep your head in the game. You got this. Don't forget all your rules. Go to multiple choice if you need to, JTEs. All right, removing rocks. Going to bring back Ethan. And you're going to get four questions in the realm of the 80s. All right, right, Jeff. Your first question of four in the world of the 1980s for two points, unless you need multiple choice. Seymour Krellborn finds a strange and interesting plant that could be the key to his success in what 1986 film? Little Shop of Horrors. I hear it's a good stage play, too. That's two points for Jeff. All right. Here's the next one. Next up for two more. In Weird Science, what classic film do they say that inspires Gary to create a virtual girl on the computer? Multiple choice. 
Your options for a point, is it A, the absent-minded professor, B, Frankenstein, C, Dracula, or D, Metropolis? Five. Can you repeat the, the, uh, the question and the choices again? I'll take a JT. I'll take a JT. All right. All right. Your first of three. In the film Weird Science, what classic film do they say that inspires Gary to create a virtual girl on the computer? And your multiple choice options, is it A, The Absent-Minded Professor, B, Frankenstein, C, Dracula, or D, Metropolis? Frankenstein. That is correct for a point, like Frankenstein except cuter, and that is a big guess or correct answer either way for Jeff Snyder, Christian. Either way, he did it. So here is the next one. All right, your penultimate question, the world of the 1980s. Who starred in and directed the 1987 comedy Hollywood Shuffle, which follows an African-American actor who struggles against stereotypical roles in the film industry? Multiple choice. Okay. Your options for a point. Is it A, Keenan Ivory Wayans, B, Robert Townsend, C, Eddie Murphy, or D, John Witherspoon? Keenan Ivory Wayans, A. That is incorrect. So for a one-point steal, Ethan, going to go to you. I'm going to repeat the question and your multiple choice options. Who's... Who starred in and directed the 1987 comedy Hollywood Shuffle, which follows an African-American actor who struggles against stereotypical roles in the film industry? Your option, is it A, Keenan Ivory Wayans, B, Robert Townsend, C, Eddie Murphy, or D, John Witherspoon? B, Robert Townsend. B, Robert Townsend is correct for a big one-point steal for Irwin. All right, so now Jeff Snyder has a chance to come within one now. More than one if he hits this next one. And this is his last one before we head into round number three. So for two more points, Jeff. Which actor stars as a deep-sea oil driller, Bud Brigman, in the 1989 James Cameron film, The Abyss? Five. Multiple choice. All right, your options for a point. Cut the lead to two. Is it A, Bill Paxton, B, Michael Bean, C, Ed Harris, or D, Nick Nolte? Ed Harris. Ed Harris is correct. And Christian, it's a two-point lead for Ethan Irwin going in to round number three. All right, so Ethan takes the lead back after Jeff had it in round number one. So they're passing it back and forth as we now get into round number three. Mark, how's it go? Round number three, this is the round that will determine the match unless we go to sudden death overtime. And to see who goes to the finals, we need a series of numbers from each competitor. We need three numbers from each of you. These numbers may range from 1 to 20. You may not pick the same numbers as your opponent. Why is that? Because each number corresponds to a different corner of movie trivia schmodown goodness. Your first question is worth two points. Your next one is worth three points. Your final one, should we make it that far, and I believe we will, is worth five of the biggest points of the tournament. So because Ethan Irwin enjoys a two-point lead, Ethan, we're going to get your three integers first from 1 to 20. What feels lucky? Uh, 1, 7, and 17. 
Ugh. Terrific numbers. Best numbers. Best numbers. Really you, will, you will come to love them. Right, those are all primes, Roxy. They're very sexy. All right, and Snyder? Three, 11, and 16. Sexiest numbers. Three, 11. Far and away. All right, let's get... Two primes. 60 really, really hot numbers. Sam to Ethan, starting now. <laughs> hey, bro, I'm so proud of you. That was an amazing steal. I can't believe he either hasn't seen or doesn't remember the abyss. It's the abyss. Uh, yeah, no, no, it, but look, I'm glad he got it. Um, the, yeah, no, I, me too. I won't lie. I, I do, you know, I, I feel very comfortable and good going into the round with the lead. If I had, you know, the additional two points on the other one, I'd feel a little better, but I, I feel like we're going to be fine. No, we're going to be fine. Also, you knew it was Robert Townsend without multiple choice, right? That's correct. Yeah, me too, bro. Got you. All right, fist bump. All right, that's it. We're good. All right, so Roxy, 60 seconds for Snyder, and uh, here you go. Jeff, what you're doing right now, this, like, I've been defeated. I'm in it. I'm, I'm in it, kid. I'm focused. When you lie back like that, I know that you're not in it. You are down by two points. All it takes is him to get any of his questions wrong, his two, his three, or his five. Right now, this is where you show up as one of the greats, Jeff. Get your head back in this mother effing game right now, because I'm not going to see this from you. I'm not. If you if you lose, you lose, which you're not going to do. But you're not going to do it by pretending like you've already been defeated, because you have not. Clearly, have not. That's why you went perfect round one, and he did not. You've got the knowledge in your head, and he's not going to be able to answer all three of his questions. Just you watch. Stay in this. Use your JTEs when you need to. You've got this. Tell me you've got this. I want to hear it from you. I'm not. I'm not kidding. I got this. And believe that. All right. Here we go. So Roxy and Jeff have spoken. I'm going to remove the disapproving Sam Levine and the <laughs> Roxy Stryer. All right. So we start here with Jeff Snyder, who chose category number three. Category number three. Jeff, are you ready? Yep. Action adventure. Hugh Jackman stars opposite which actress who plays Lady Sarah Ashley in the adventure film Australia? Nicole Kidman. Two points. Jeff Snyder ties it up. And now Ethan Irwin will have a chance to make Jeff answer his three by hitting his two-pointer mark. That's right, Christian. And uh, Ethan selected, as Sam pointed out, one of his three prime numbers was the number one. And that corresponds to the category of new releases. See, back in the day, movies came out in theaters. And this would be one of those that was released in the last 12 to 18 months. For two points, Ethan, and to regain a two-point lead over Jeff, which Oscar winner provides the voice of Morticia Adams in the 2019 animated version of The Adams Family? Charlize Theron. Christian Ethan Irwin enjoys a two-point lead once again. All right, so now it bounces back to Jeff Snyder, who has to get his three-pointer, and that is number 11, Jeff, in the realm of musicals. Musicals. He knows every word to Little Shop of Horrors. He's got it. All right, here you go. Who plays Wink Winkleson, the DJ for WSKID in 1986's Little Shop of Horrors? Five, four, three, two. Repeat the question. Second one. Who plays Wink Winkleson, 
the DJ for WSKID and 1986's Little Shop of Horrors. Bill Murray. Looking for John Candy. Looking for John Candy. All right. So, we now see ourselves 17-15. Jeff Snyder has the opportunity to bounce it back to Ethan should he hit his five-pointer. If not, Ethan Irwin will make it to the finals to await Liz Shannon Miller or Adam Collins. All right, Jeff, five-pointer. In the world of comedy. World of comedy. Here it is. Your five-pointer. In the film Game Night, Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams' characters first meet at what kind of event? Did you guys really think I'd screw this one up? Pub trivia. (laughs) Correct. For five points, Jeff Snyder bounces it back to Ethan Irwin, and he's going to force Ethan here to at least tie it. And then Ethan has an opportunity to win it should he hit his three-pointer. All right. So now, Ethan, he's going to have Category 7, Mark. He does, Christian. And Joe Theismann's number corresponds to the world of Tom Hanks, who I am told is an actor of note. And, Ethan, for three points, your question in the wild, wacky world of Mr. Hanks. In the film Forrest Gump, Forrest compared himself and Jenny to what two foods? Five, four, three. Repeat. Two. Uh, first one. All right. For three points, the tie, Jeff. In Forrest Gump, Forrest compared himself and Jenny to what two foods? Peanut butter and jelly. That is incorrect. Actually, looking for peas and carrots. Oh. All right. So Ethan Irwin now is in a very different position. He still has a position to win it. However, if he misses it, Jeff Snyder will advance to the finals if he hits it he also he will advance to the finals so category 17 mark that's right christian it's doug williams's number and that corresponds to ethan's five point category horror movies and your question for the win to advance to the finals to face the winner of lightning liz shannon miller and adam the coyote collins in what 2010s film does a character named Ig Parrish have powers in which the people around him tell him their darkest secrets and desires? Five, four, three. Refresh. Second there one. Repeat. Second one. All right, you have one JT rule left in the category of horror. In what 2010s film does a character named Ig Parish 
have powers in which the people around him tell him their darkest secrets and desires. Is it Odd Thomas? Yes! Got it! Our winner! Congratulations. The Ian Snyder! Snyder! The answer, Mark. Uh, it was horns, as I believe. Yes! Thank you, Jeff Snyder. Gonna move Ethan back for a second. We'll bring him in in a moment. Jeff Snyder, look at rocks. If you ever give up on yourself again, and I swear to God, I will fly to Boston and I will rip you from your home and I will kick the crap out of you. You are amazing. Yes, at the very end there, we got lucky with that five pointer, but Jeff, like, come on. You, with the nodding no thing, this is a victory and we're never doing that again. Never are you nodding no like that again. Take the victory because you won this, baby, because this tournament is yours. I told you. What just happened? What happened is you won because you got a perfect round, round one. We took a risk round two. The wheel didn't go our way, but you kept your head in the game. And then you did okay in round three. That's what happened, Jeff. That's what happened. Jeff, this is, again, I would say a a big, uh, I mean, look, you're one of the really elite players in the game, but I would still say this has been a tournament of upsets and this has to be one of those upsets. You taking out Ethan Irwin, who's been on a tear here. And now you find yourself going into the finals awaiting either Liz Shannon Miller or Adam Collins. Preference? Uh, I want to play Liz, Liz Shannon Miller. You know, she I work with her at Collider. I know she's super smart. Uh, we go way back, and I think it'd be fun to see her in the ring. Collins is just too much of an unknown for me. All right, so Mark? Uh, Roxy, I, I want to talk yeah. about that Vince Lombardi-like motivational speech that you gave to Jeff before round three occurred. <laughs> if that isn't a resume for a manager of the year nomination, I don't know what is. Um, where did that come from in, in your personal repertoire? Have you done that with Jeff before? Is that just unique to Jeff or is that how you would coach any of your players in that moment? Jeff knows that Jeff is the best player to play this game. And then when he's out there, sometimes if he's down by one point, he'll feel like he's down by 50 points. It's that underdog mentality that's in him. So yeah, we've had that before, but it's usually much easier because I'm in person with him and I can shake him and be like, Jeff, uh uh-uh. When we're on the internet, it's really challenging, but thank God he listened to me and he kept up. Uh, But I do just have to say, like, what a phenomenal game by Ethan Irwin. I don't throw compliments around very easily, but he is a tank. He was was great. Yeah, he's he's really good. He's really good. And I officially think this is a rivalry that's brewed for a long time between Jeff and Ethan. He had us earlier this year. Now we got him. It won't be the last time we see him, I'm sure. Well, it's a split for sure, as you do what a lot thought was the unthinkable and take out big time Ethan Irwin. You have also just guaranteed that three people, there are three people now left in this tournament. We are going to have someone who has never played Dan Merle before into the spectacular. So I just crazy. So that that is something there. Jeff Snyder. And again, Jeff, you won four matches here in the tournament, normal tournaments, and you've won the whole thing. But because of this mega beast, you have one left. And now you await the winner of Liz Shannon Miller and uh, Adam Collins. Congratulations. to 13 the Rock- wins for Jeff Snyder. 13 freaking wins for him. I mean, come on. It's big. It's 13 wins. And he finds himself now 
awaiting the fi- he's in the finals he's made it he is one step closer to getting another championship and finally that match with Merle that he's been looking for for the beginning of his Schmodown career so congratulations to both Roxy Stryer and the Rockstars picking up a massive three points again huge Jeff, picking up three more points here and Jeff congratulations and we'll see you in the finals all right Jeff Snyder making it to the finals. We remove Roxy there, and now we bring back Sam Levine, Ethan Irwin. Uh, I mean, it's one of those things, Ethan, I got to say, you know, it's like anytime when you look at it, a loss is a loss, and it feels terrible, but it's also this was a just a battle from start to finish. So how are you feeling after uh, this match with Snyder? Look, always, it's always disappointing to lose, um, you know, especially going into the final round up. But look, you know, you only know what you know. If, if, if it ain't in my head, it ain't in my head. So that's totally fine. I, uh, and look, I'm glad that Jeff, uh, you know, had a win. And, uh, and I wish him the best of luck. Uh, Sam, when you look at managing a player like Ethan, what sort of strategies did you talk about going into the match today? And where, if anywhere, do you think that you fell short? Um, you know, in terms of strategy, Ethan... Has, he was born with great strategy. Um, you know, where do we go forward? I guess I'm going to tell him that he needs to make it his responsibility to seek out more obscure horror movies that grossed $175,000 at the domestic, domestic box office. I thought and not the seventy million dollar. Yes. Yeah, not the $70 million hits. Um, <laughs> so, look, obviously, it stinks to have it go that way. It could have gone the other way, and then Roxy and Jeff would be sore about being asked about such an obscure movie. Um, although maybe not. Jeff seemed to know it. He seemed to be doing this little thing. So more power to him. I don't know if it's his job to watch every new movie. I, I believe that it is. So I, I would be surprised if he didn't know it. But look, he played a good game today. It, it was fun to sort of see him get down on himself after not a great round two. Um, you know, and look, it, it fell. It the, the cards fell more towards him. If you'd asked questions that happened in movies pre-1990, I, you know, I think it's going to fall more in Ethan's direction. But if you keep it to more stuff that happened after his bar mitzvah, Jeff seems to know most of those. So, uh, you know, like like Ethan said, you don't like to lose, but it is what it is. All right. Well, Sam, you know, the other thing is you have the team's tournament with Ethan and um, Ethan and Guy coming up here. So this is another chance of redemption for Ethan. Ethan has never held the team's championships before. So, Ethan, let's let now. Let's start. Yeah, let's start with that. How confident are you and Andrew Guy going into this tournament together? Uh, I feel great about Andrew. I think he's, you know, a few few earlier incidents aside, I think he's uh, he's really come around. I think he's great. He knows a lot. I think he fills in a lot of the, the gaps in knowledge that I have, and hopefully I can do the same for him. And uh, I just love his energy. He really peps me up. So I'm, I'm excited to see what we can do together. And finally, Sam, um, you know, with the suspects seemingly not looking like they can potentially take the big prize at the end, you you know, you have the team's tournament here, which still could be moral. You could get some you could get some a uh, some titles here should you win. Mm-hmm. So, you know, besides it being good for morale and, and, and all that, how what do you do looking into next season and the suspects? You know, how important is this team tournament? You know, I I really do have to think like uh, a baseball manager and not a baseball owner. Um, I'm the manager, so I'm focused on the team I have right now and uh, how I can get this faction 
to the end of the season in the best shape that I think it can be in. And so right now that means focusing on the team's tournament with Ethan and Guy and seeing if we can somehow get another match for the machine. And, uh, you know, hopefully there'll, there'll be time for at least one or two more pickup matches, uh, uh, so to speak, between now and the end of the season. Um, and, and, you know, I'd like to win those as well. As for next season, I don't know, man. Talk to me next year. All right. Well, Sam Levine, Ethan Irwin, disappointing loss, but great season uh, in singles there, Ethan. And I'm sure you will see you back in the singles next season as well. Looking All right. forward to it. Drop out. Thank you, Ethan. Thank you, Sam. I mean, this tournament, man, it's, it, is, it is something else. It is something else. It has been, as Andres Cabrera coined it, back in the Star Wars tournament, Upset City. It has happened a ton of times here in this tournament alone. And it happens again today. Jeff Snyder defeating Ethan Irwin 20-17. to 17. Biggest win maybe in Jeff Snyder's career, you think, as far as singles goes? Hey, I mean, not since the Shark in Jaws 4 has revenge been sought and achieved so fully. With Jeff Snyder conquering Ethan Irwin, not for all, but once for today. And he couldn't have picked a better time to do it because now Jeff Snyder, Christian, I think that he's going to have so much more confidence as if he needed any of it. It may just bleed over to cockiness now going into the finals against whoever he's playing. Doesn't matter if it's Lightning, if it's the Coyote. Jeff Snyder is on cloud nine right now. And sometimes, as we've seen in the past, that can carry a competitor through even a five round match, but it can also be their downfall. So, very interested to see what the dynamic between Snyder and his manager, Stryer, is going into that next matchup. Is she still trying to build up his confidence, or is she saying, hey, we got to stay humble. We got a big, big task ahead of us. I think it's probably a little both, um, because you're absolutely right that she, that he, they need to figure out who's going to win, because both Liz Shannon Miller and Adam Collins have been playing incredibly. Uh, and, and Snyder, on this side of the bracket, has had all the luck go his way and he's been playing really good that speech from roxy it reminds me of when michael moore fought evander holyfield and teddy atlas had this you remember the speech teddy atlas yep. had speech yep. in yep. the corner and it was this thing of get your get it together uh don't give up on yourself and what did moore do he went out and he beat uh he beat holyfield for the heavyweight championship of the world so that is a great speech by Roxy Stryer, and I think for people, anybody who had any criticism over her at all on the managing side should shut their mouths because that was some of the best managing I've seen, and I think Jeff Snyder will probably tell you the same thing. The inches right. we need are all around us. It was kind of like that Pacino Any Given Sunday speech, except Ooh. much, much shorter, thankfully. Yeah. So, yeah, all hats off to that. And, and for Sam Levine and Ethan Irwin, look, it's a very tough loss to swallow, but we've seen them bounce back from whatever this game can throw at them and come back even stronger. So I don't anticipate anything being different. As we enter the team's tournament, you may see a scary image of a hungry Ethan Irwin teaming up with Guy. Maybe that is a match made in heaven. I think Levine believes it for sure. Will the rest of the league believe it? Remains to be seen. Well, here's a couple of things to look forward to. Obviously, Liz Shannon Miller goes up against Adam Collins to find out who faces the Insider Jeff Snyder, and then the same night, pay-per-view. Go to the schmodownlive.com to get tickets or become part of the $10 Patreon tier, and you will see Shazam going for the championship against the current belt holders, Corruption, Mike Kalinowski, and Chance Ellison. All right, for Mark Ellis, I'm Christian Harloff. We'll see you next time.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.